Hello, Philip. Oh, you have the deep voice. Yes, because it's the month of love. <laughs> it's really creepy. That that's actually a really creepy voice. Is it too it's too much, right? It's too too much. much. All right, yeah. well, let's just roll into it. Welcome to the podcast Neighbors Don't Knock. The show where two neighbors drop by for conversations that are fun, relevant, and downright hilarious. Join them and special guests in their mission to talk about anything and everything and laugh about it no matter what. Now, here's your hosts, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Neighbors Don't Knock. How are you doing, Philip? I'm all right, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Welcome to our listeners and our viewers out there on YouTube, if you have so tuned in. Uh, we are in episode five of our season four. I know. It's moving. It's click. Yep, it is clicking and clipping along. As long as that's clipping along, we can say that our year is clipping along too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. We're moving into February. Yeah, month of love, month oh. of love. Yeah, are you are you big into Valentine's? You you tend to be very romantic, I Aww. feel like. Nice, Brian. Do, well, very... it, is that my, am I wrong? No, or you, you're, I, you're, you're very I'm into very... it. You're very into it, right? I must have been French in a former life. <laughs> I, why, where do we get that French is the the level of measuring for love? I don't know, but it's pretty much the best marketing campaign that any country has ever run. I know. I I, I would right. I agree with that. Oh, Paris, the city of love. Uh, yes, like I know. The city, it stinks. It is crowded. What's going on here? <laughs> Everyone smokes. It's weird. Well, I'm I'm not. I've been there. I've been there once. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it is a really beautiful city. Really is. But like any city, it's got its areas where you're just like, no, thank you. I feel like the French and, in fairness, the Italians are both born with a cigarette just dangling from their lips. <laughs> that you could be true. As, as a former smoker. <laughs> like I, the baby the, the baby pops out. There's like a, and see, cut the umbilical cord, light the cigarette. Right. They don't even try to make it cry. They try to make it puff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just pull. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, uh, oh he's there. Hello. <laughs> it was a, it's a French boy, baby. Hello, lady. <laughs> I'm here. Welcome to the world. Uh, Nurse, huh? What are you doing there? <laughs> I just, I always think of Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew? Le Pew. Yeah. Le Pew. Le Pew. Yeah. Is, he, is he canceled? He must be canceled. I'm sure he is yeah. at this point. I mean, how, how offensive can you be as a character? <laughs> right, right. I know, right? Every French person on the plane is like, oh yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's great. Love him. Yeah. Um, so we are going to get into a little bit of this month of love. But not only that, there's a lot of other things going on this month, like our and the annual... Um, commercial holiday other people know as the super bowl what's that yeah exactly for all you non-sports people we'll dive into a little bit of that and maybe even give you a few or you know little inklings into why people watch the super bowl i mean we will huh yeah oh, right. that, that's more for you that's, that's um, great thanks brian also in this month of love you know there's a lot still going on and changing with the way that we do dating these days. So, you know, we'll talk about online dating changing or declining. And of course, stay tuned to the end of the episode for some neighborly advice. Before we get going, though, I want to make sure that you guys subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel or both. You know, you it's, it's possible. It really is possible. It's true. This is a face for video, not for radio. Come on now. <laughs> uh, but also, did you know that there are other podcasts out there? Mm. 
Yeah, there are. There's some great ones like BXG Podcast. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, you should check them out if you haven't. It's a BXG Podcast is a podcast where pop culture and nerd culture meet at the nexus of the universe. It's true. TV, movie, music, video game reviews, uh, news, all available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Good Pods, Podbean, basically every other podcast service around the globe. Also unavailable YouTube with video reviews. Ooh. So check them out. Yeah, absolutely. After you see our videos, you can see the videos. There right. you go. And we hope that you guys are. Leave those comments. Back and forth. That's right. All right. So let's jump into our first segment here. Uh, Super Bowl versus Valentine's Day. Dun, dun, dun. Is that like a grudge match? I mean, is that the actual I mean, I, thing this year? I, it. it it is because, you know, you have Super Bowl Sunday and then you have Valentine's Day. Right. They're not on the same day. Valentine's Day comes after. Yeah, yeah. Valentine's Day is a Monday. Yeah. But it's it's a Monday. Again, how many people actually take off for Valentine's Day? So do you think, well, that's true. That's a fair point. Probably not a lot of people. But I bet there are a lot of people taking off Monday because of Super Bowl hangovers. Uh, well, that oh, that could be true, but but again, if you're if you're taking if you're taking out for a Super Bowl hangover, how much how much how much how romantic are you going to be Not on very. that Monday? Not very. And I can't oh, honey, relate to the I, I love you. Part. Yeah. That, was, that was great. Thanks. That's What's that? A little sound effect to add to that. Yeah. I can't. That was not a sound pad for those of you that are listening. Cool. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brian. Um, no problem. I do my know, best. I, I can't relate to the football thing, but I can relate to the uh, to the long Sunday fun days. So. <laughs> Well, okay, we've talked about this before. It comes around every year, the Super Bowl. I know you're not a a fan of the game itself. I love good television commercials. There you go. That's that's where I was going with it. I mean, and the, yeah, the halftime show, you know, it's you got uh, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, joined with Mary J. Blige and Snoop Dogg and Dre. I'm so proud. I know most of them. I know. I, mean, I not know. Personally, but I know. I know. <laughs> it's of like, them. what's up, guys? Shout out. Um, it looks to be a, a fun halftime show, which is great. Pretty big. I'm hoping and praying for good commercials because, again, I think even enjoying sports, when you're watching the Super Bowl, there's a ton of commercials, and you just hope that they're good anyway because you don't want to be bombarded with all these, like, a thousand car commercials, which will obviously happen. I like hearing lessons learned, <laughs> right? So, like, last year's Super Bowl, they had one person for the halftime show, no... You know, no shade, meaning to be thrown to the weekend. It was fine, but it was still eh, one person, you know. And now they have, like, everybody. <laughs> Today's halftime show featuring everyone we can get to say yes. Boom. Well, I did find I did find this uh, little article uh, from the sportster.com that if you're not a football fan, these are reasons why you should watch or you that you can watch the Super Bowl. Do tell. Okay, so uh, one reason would be no other great options. Although these days with streaming wars, you always have options. So I'm about to say there's things I can catch up on, Brian. I'm not. Uh, I'm not at a lack for content these days. And again, this is not speaking specifically to you. It could be speaking to uh, some of our listeners uh, who are non-sports fans. Uh, another one might be curiosity. Just, just had. Just wanting to see what the big deal is. I wonder if he falls over. Oh, he did <laughs> fall over. I mean, people like seeing other people get hit. I, I'm sorry. Uh, you watch it kind of explains most modern sports actually that and reality tv and youtube channels and people you know america's funniest home video some of the most hilarious videos are someone that gets hurt people laugh when you physically right <laughs> get hit with something well not just laugh i mean they want the big like I, I didn't grow up in a big sports family but i grew up in an auto racing family and 
even within that, it's never like, hey, did you see that great pass yesterday? No, it's always, you see a huge wreck yesterday? Yeah, yeah exactly. I know. <laughs> it was People like, are really into, you know, <laughs> um, chaos and mayhem. That's true. That's true. Okay, so also the office bets and, and box pools and things like that. There's a lot of people that do these. I mean, if you're not into it, because to be honest, a lot of people that don't care about sports love gambling yeah. and betting, and so they really get into it. See, two things I can't... I'm not a big gambler, and I'm not a big football guy, so I've never really gotten into the whole office pool thing. But... Well, you know, flip a coin for free money, sure. I'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> heads or tails. Yeah. A dollar to win how much? Okay, <laughs> I'll find me a dollar. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I don't agree with some of these, but the NBC Sports broadcast team. Some people apparently are all for that. Hey, if, if you like Al Michaels, or you know, <laughs> oh gosh, that's this year again. I yeah. can't wait. I, I don't. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe that's a generational thing that some people would go and watch certain events with certain broadcasters, right? NBC has their own broadcasters. Sure, sure. I mean, so, Al Michaels, you know, he's 70 years old. It's kind of like watching the Million Dollar Man. It's I, great. There you it's, go. Uh, I know, exactly. Diehard fans, it's for fan watching. Like, you can kind of see, it's like, that could have been me if I made that wrong choice. Yeah, <laughs> You know? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of fan watching going on, a lot of people watching for the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> one more Red Bull and one fewer job interviews, and I can be that guy. I mean, you, you think about all these games that are being, or that the playoff games, which I know you don't watch, but they've been being. <laughs> You're correct. I know, but they they were played in in like my like not minus, but like snowing conditions, right? Like the teens of weather conditions and outdoor. I mean, to be a fan and go to a game where it's like seven degrees. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 That's some dedication. It takes a special person. French and Italian cigarette smokers. They're just out there <laughs> freezing their tails off. Sure. Uh, okay. Now there's always, there's always different things with celebrities that are going on during the Super Bowl that people like to watch for, you know, sometimes you can catch a nipple. <laughs> you never know. That's right. It's there's like watching Cinemax going back and forth in the scramble channels, 1990s. Right. And, and these days with, where there's cameras everywhere and people are always looking to get a leg up somewhere and something uh -huh. there, there's always some, some controversy. All right. Well, another one, obviously, the parties and the food and the drinks. Okay, I've got a question about that. So, obviously, uh, even though I'm not a huge sports fan, I do uh, catch the Super Bowl every few years. I We do sometimes get invited to parties. People like us. They really like us. How many people do you think watch the Super Bowl just because they're at a Super Bowl event? I would say the majority of those people are 30-plus. When I was younger, going to a Super Bowl party, like, especially at a, I went to a school that was a very big football type of school and a lot of places here in Texas or, or schools that are into football. They, I, I feel like the, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into overthinking it, but I feel like if you're under 30, a lot more people at that age are into the game itself right, versus right. the actual party. I don't remember going to any Super Bowl parties in college. Actually, I remember going to a lot after college when I was an adult and, and, you know, in the real world. Well, that's what I'm saying. And that kind of leads in, into my point. Those that are going to Super Bowl parties at that age want to watch the game for that reason, right? They want to get together, have a, I mean, yeah, they're going to party regardless, but they want to actually yeah. watch the game. I haven't really gotten, as I got older, gotten into the Super Bowl as much. I actually watched to watch the game and I found myself not sitting through an entire game in a long time. 
It's been a while since I've actually watched the entire thing. Do you think that part of that too is because we expect these huge commercials and at least 60% of them are total letdowns now? I think that we put so much now heightened, I don't want to say pressure, but this just bar is set so high that I these agree. commercials, and when, the, when they don't hit our expectations, we're like, oh, it sucks. Look, let's face it. When they got the Volkswagen GTI out of the tree with the guy's shoe, <laughs> that's when it peaked. Okay. That's when it peaked. <laughs> when it peaked. That's I, the, I honestly think it peaked when they were doing the Budweiser stuff with the frogs. And then I thought they were done. And then they bring in the weasel doing ACDCs back in black. And I was like, I was like, solid, solid move, but yeah. now, now you're done. So, but anyway, we hope you guys enjoy the game, whether you are watching as a sports fan or not, but you know, there's always, there's always something for, for everyone, you know, but it's very interesting going into our second segment. It butts up, pun intended, right against, <laughs> or maybe not intended. I don't know. Are we back in France? Oh, maybe. <laughs> but Valentine's Day, it backs right up to the Super Bowl. And like you, we mentioned earlier, are you going to have that post-game hangover <laughs> and try to do something on Valentine's? Or is it like most other Valentine's when it falls in the middle of the week, you go out like either the weekend before or the weekend after? First of all, I don't, I don't think that most people go out the weekend before or the weekend after. I think that people that celebrate Valentine's Day tend to do it on Valentine's Day. Think, we always uh, went out before. If, unless, if, it wasn't, well, if it wasn't on a weekend... Uh, we tended to do it closer to whatever weekend that See, was. I've always got on the actual day. But how do you feel about Valentine's Day in general, though? I mean, are you a big? I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm straight up. I'm not a big so for Valentine's you, it's like Hallmark holiday. Just I, yeah. I, yes, in, in generally speaking, yeah. In my head, yes. It just I get the appeal to it, and I understand, and I've heard the history of it. And some people they really, really love it, but to me, it. Yeah, so you were definitely not French in a formal life. No, no I, way. No, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I definitely wasn't. But sure. I, I would prefer getting some flowers. Yes, maybe you know, maybe a little thing of flowers, and then cooking a, a dinner at home or just yeah. doing something at home. See, I'm a fan of it. I, I I don't get super into it. I'm not a crazy Valentine's Day guy. But I'm you don't do do you gifts? Do you like exchange gifts and things like that? Not exchanging gifts typically, but definitely some flowers. Usually a, a meal, whether it be I buy something that's pre-made or delivered or we go out either way we do uh think it's super cute that the schools always get kids involved you get a little valentine's for your parents which is cute i, I know it's silly i know it's hallmark i know that it's corporately driven and all of that but it's also you know oh even though it's stupid you still thought of me i guess maybe i'm that that other percent of people that are like you should be doing stuff for your significant other throughout the year. Things that you don't why not do both. You, you know, I guess you can. I, you know, for me again, it's just no pressure on actually having to buy a gift and say, like, "Oh my gosh, it's Valentine's. What do we got to figure out?" You know, but I like thinking about my wife and doing stuff. So I like the idea of it. It's definitely become too big. Well, they nice. start selling crap for Valentine's Day back in Christmas, like at Christmas time. Yeah, I noticed that actually. Like the CVS is all flipped from Christmas stuff to Valentine's before Day stuff. Before Christmas. It's even before It's like when you get, I think maybe like within a week of Christmas. Yeah, because I'm not thinking about New Year's before Valentine's Day, right? I'm just like. Yeah, that's fair. But going back, going back to your question, though, about whether or not the Super Bowl will affect Valentine's Day, I think it will. I think that you're going to see a lot less people going out on Valentine's Day this year. What a magical Valentine's Day, honey. We're going to have a keg. 
Leftover, so, a so, leftover keg. Yesterday's so, keg. Some nachos. Yeah. Reheated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have those wings still. You know, whole place smells like vinegar. Oh my God. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, but if you guys have a great Valentine's idea, we'd love to hear it. Let us know. I could use some this year. Actually, I'm a, I'm a little dry. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Or, you know, if you have a story, a Valentine's story, good or bad, you know, because there are some very bad Valentine's that, that actually <laughs> happen, you know? Yeah, like what about, what about the people that just start dating? Like the new couples in Valentine's Day. That's always tricky. Yeah, let's move into our second segment and get into that. The dating, dating has changed in general. And we both can honestly look at that and be like, yep, because we haven't been dating in... Yeah, it's changed for us. Yeah, it's completely, yeah, completely changed for us. <laughs> haven't, haven't been on a date in uh, 10 years, uh, 11 years. I take my wife on dates. Well, that that's true. I, but th that's different, though. It is different. That's it's very dating. different. It's not yeah, dating. It's not dating, yeah. Yeah, so going on a, a couple date is different than actually dating where you're trying to find a significant other or hoping to uh, connect with a significant other. Uh, and there are a lot of people out there that do the online dating. And I remember when we were a lot younger, doing online dating was kind of a red flag. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you met them online? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, mm, how do you not know? Do you not know anything about them? Yeah, in fact, one of my one of my friends when I was younger met his now wife on Match.com and they met like when the service oh, it had only been around for a year or two. Really? Yeah, and I remember how weird that made me feel. I'm like, ooh, really? Like, you, ooh, you met online. Is she a serial killer? <laughs> it's definitely a very, uh, <laughs> that works, you know? But yeah, it didn't exist. Apps didn't exist. We didn't have smartphones. No, exactly, which has been the big game changer. And my question is, and we're going to look at this question today, is online dating changing for the better or just completely declining? So I know I know quite a few single people that use online dating, but they really use it as an excuse to go get laid. Everyone knows that Tinder, if you go on Tinder, you're looking to hook up. Is that the swipe yeah, left, the, the, right thing? Yeah, I think, okay. yeah, the gotcha. swiping and... and the, the swiping. The swiping. The swiping. The swiping. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, the STDs. And I saw I saw a commercial. Speaking of commercials, I saw a commercial for a, a dating app that, and, and I couldn't even tell you the name of the app, but it, it's an app. Once you use it, you delete it. Or once it's, once you have a match, like it's apparently, it's, it's like, I, I, I don't know if it's, I don't know how it works, but whatever, whatever it does, like once it's, done with their their whole mo is they're pushing you to delete it get rid of it you know what i mean but it seems very that just it, seems so shady there's something I, wrong with that hang on a second for anybody using that i've got to look for you yeah <laughs> really really their hat why what is the purpose well, of a well, self-destructing app i don't know if it's a self-destructing app but the whole point i guess of their marketing is like once you found that that special someone no need for online dating apps anymore right so we don't want you to carry our app we want you to get rid of it and, and this is again the outside looking in at all these dating apps and, and i don't even know how many there are because i don't use them but, but there's they've got, they've got to be ridden with problems right they have to i'm be, sure they have to be hooker central i know there's been problems in the past with women not having enough control and power over these dating apps so i know there's a few options now that are much more focused on keeping people safe and 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 giving entities within the the user pool the ability to feel like they have more control 
I don't know. The whole thing still seems to me like it's 20% success stories at most, and then 80% heartbreak and shadiness and weird. And just hook hookups. Well, yeah, but I have no problem with the hookup part of it. Like, that's fine. If you want to use I mean, if you're single, made, yeah, great. sure. Yeah. Just go do that. But, but but using, I'm talking about using it as a legit way of finding a significant partner. Yeah, let's, let's not disguise it for anything other than what it is in, in that case. Which I think I think the one where you swipe left or right is, is pretty blatant about that. It's not really designed to be a find your true love. No, I don't think it is. I, I, but I wonder if they it turned into that. I, I wonder if it started out as because of like the three a, a dating a dating app, and it's just like oh, you know, look, and if you are attracted to this person, then you can go on a date yeah. with them, and then it just became what it is. I found my one and only. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm sure it happens, and more more power to the people that it does happen to. I, it, for me, it didn't exist really. When I was in the dating game, I'm happy it didn't. It seems overly complicated. It seems like it adds a layer of stress and weirdness. I would rather just, oh, I can't meet anybody. You know, <laughs> just I'd rather go, go, go hang out at the bar. Route. Yeah. Would you now? Let's say let's let's say for some reason you and I are single right now. Would you want that wingman to go with you to go out still? Or would you want to, would you try the dating apps? I never used a wingman, so I don't really know Ooh, how that all works. Look at, look at, big baller. No, I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, no, actually, I was always so bad at dating. I was the guy that I never knew when I was being hit on ever. My friends were, she, dude, she's like totally hitting on you, you know, or he is or whatever. I'm like, yeah, really? right. No, dead serious. I was <laughs> clueless. When I, when I was at my buddies at the bar, my, my purpose to be there was to talk geek stuff and, and drink a little too much. It was never to go and find a mate. That was never my purpose of being out. So for me, never needed the wingman. Now, as a 41-year-old man, if I were single. I mean, it changes a little bit. Yeah, I would probably need the wingman just because I'd be so kind of shaken in terms of a confidence thing. You know, I wouldn't know I wouldn't know where to begin. You wouldn't you wouldn't attempt to to do the online apps? I don't know. I mean, why not? I probably would. I'd probably use every uh, pun intended tool that I could find (laughs) with with my needs, you know, and and yeah, sure. Okay, I I think I'll try it. How about you? Would you try it? I, I if I again single at at this age of where I am, I, I probably wouldn't be my first attempt. I think my first attempt would be uh, dating or finding somebody either in a social setting or being out or something like that. I think I I would attempt my the ways that I knew, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know. But seeing how the world is changing and things like that, I, I probably would eventually. So if you, I wasn't you strike me, you strike me as a wingman guy. Like, like you strike me as somebody who wants the shake and bake kind of aspect to it. You I, know, just sort of. What do you mean, me as a wingman? <laughs> no, no. Like you utilize the pivot, the wingman. You know, I ne- I was always the wingman. Oh, you were. Yeah, I was always the. So you're never running point. You were no, always, I was never Ooh. running point. <laughs> I was never that smooth. <laughs> Let's just be honest about that. <laughs> definitely not. I French. was. I was de- definitely. <laughs> I was definitely French. like the fun friend or whatever you know um but to answer our original question before we move on to this so declining yes or no i think the growth curve has probably peaked if i had to guess i would say the growth curve of those services has peaked do i think the user base itself is really going to go down no i just don't think they're going to be as widely um uh, successful and on upward slope like they have been i think that Generally speaking, you know, it was an interesting newish kind of technology. Everything new 
gets a big spike at first and then people start to pull back a little bit. And I think that we've had enough time, really a generation. You know, even with, even with not having people, you know, with COVID and stuff like that and it being zoom and everything, even with that. Well, I think there's some fatigue involved in that too. Right. I think that people are sick of that. Yeah. I I agree with that because I, I feel that it's, I feel that in general across uh, public opinion that it's not as prominently like in your face about online dating. Of course you still see commercials and that's why I brought this up. You know, you see all these commercials and people still talking about oh, online dating and apps. Business, no doubt. So I also think, that but I think that's a- also why you're seeing more and more and them trying to change the style of these apps. And that's why I feel like it's, it's, on the decline, you know, cause we talk about, you know, February and, and, you know, being in love and going out and dating and all these things. And I, I, I that's maybe why I'm seeing this big push on these commercials and this, well, the, all the, this selling point of, of these apps. Yeah. There must've been a big, a big new market with the boomers too, because as, as the boomers got older and older and, and later divorces were happening. And then unfortunately when, you know, people were losing spouses. Oh, that's true. That must be a, pretty big market share at this point of, of various online dating services. You get somebody in their, you know, latter half of their life who's looking to reconnect. That's got to be tough to do. So I can imagine there's a pretty big pool for that. But I do okay. think that generally speaking, the growth curve is probably. Okay. Hey, well, what do you guys think? Um, yeah. And if you do use dating apps, what has been your experience? Because we don't honestly have any. So we'd love to, we'd love to hear that actually. And, you know, maybe put us in our place. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct us, correct us. Uh, you know, if you are out there dating, make sure you guys check for red flags. <laughs> yeah, let's get into that. So, so I love, I love the conversation about like, what are the big red flags of dating? I have a few single friends that I've had to help out with this recently. Do you have a red flag personally that, that I oh. am a red flag <laughs> besides you? It's a miracle that Be- I'm happily married. But, but besides you though, and in all truth. Do you have, is there like when, when you were dating someone, was there one thing that if, uh, you know, someone did that you were just immediately was like, nope. No, I was desperate enough back in the day that (laughs) I I really ignored quite a few red flags looking back on it. Sure. I could have picked out lots, but I think that I was uh, a little naive in my dating life. I definitely had at least one. Like which one? For me, like, it, are they from Brazil? Because <laughs> huge red flag. <laughs> Off no, limits. No. So I do have one red flag when I was dating that I, the second that this became very obvious to me, always made me shy away from uh, a person. And that was when they specifically were talking about their ex. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like bringing up first date. Yes. And I, especially on a first date, when they, when they were talking about how, especially kind of how nutty their ex was or some experience with them, there was one time I can recall that I decided to, uh, against my better judgment, ignore that. And it was always like a red flag to me. And then this one time I was like, you know, maybe I should give this person a chance. Nope. It was, I was dead on, you need, you know. <laughs> always, always follow your instincts, Brian Chambers, always. I was, so for me, that was a big one. Like the, they start talking about their, their crazy ex and things like that. It was like, nope, that that's a red flag. There's another one that I, I've heard and, and I found a couple, um, this, uh, this website I was looking at, uh, marieclaire.co.uk. 
there, she had a list of a couple red flags that one of mine, the crazy ex was on there. So I was like, ah, validated, made me feel good. But another one I found on there is that it was that I don't know what I want or do I, you know, mm. that, that seemed to be, that's what they put down as a red flag. You know, it said the fact is people generally do know what they want when they find it. If they keep messing uh, or messing you around or keep messing around and saying they don't know what they want, they do. Uh, they don't want to commit to you, but keeping you there until they decide they don't want you or it won't be you is kind of the MO. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, but that, that seems a bit... Um, a fish on, a fish on the hook. Yeah, but a bit overthinking it too. You think so? I think so. I think a lot of dating is just sort of stumbling through it, right? I mean, do you remember having a particular agenda when you were out trying to meet people, trying to meet women in your case? I, no, I was happy when one woman would talk to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you sort of just stumble your way through it. I mean, I suppose that there are people out there that are you know, super conniving and, and, and really interested in just using people. But well, there are I people, there are people that, that many. I, I had some buddies in college, man. It was all, about, it was a game. It, it was straight up a game. The get laid game. Sure. N no, not even that. Just, it just even, I knew some friends that were, were female and some, some guys, they both, they would treat it as like a chess match and a game. And like the chase was all, it was all about that. You know what I mean? Like having something that you couldn't or, it's a little sociopathic. I mean, it's a little. That's a little. I, I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not condoning it by any means, yeah. but I'm just saying that I, there are people that I knew that treated it. And and yeah. hey, you know what's fun? <laughs> Fucking with someone's emotions. What a great time I that mean, is. I, I will say this. I don't believe that that was the the overall intent. I just think that there was a thrill that came to them. Mm. You know, and that was how they treated it. Yeah, interesting. You know, so I you People never know. In need of a good hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Lacking in focus, I think a little bit here. Your friends, Mr. Chambers. That's <laughs> This is I guess it doesn't say much about my friends. Uh maybe the fact that we're not friends anymore. Hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> we should ruin someone's semester. That'd be great. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do you guys think? Uh you know, what red flags do you have? Do you have any crazy crazy ex stories? You you know, we could go on for forever about that. Is, but there, is there a number of cats? Is that, is that a threshold for <laughs> or number of pets in general, I guess? Whatever you think it is an acceptable number of cats. We'll go with that. It could be a moving scale. It could be a moving be, target. It could be a moving target. All right. But that brings us to our third segment, which I'm so excited for. We are going to get into our neighborly advice. There's that music. There it is. I know. It's great. And on this segment, we like here on Neighbors Don't Knock to give a little bit of neighborly advice. And, you know, generally speaking, if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, don't blame us. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, straight up, I don't want to. That's a fair disclaimer. I know, right? That's fair. Yeah. All of our advice is not from, we are not licensed medical professionals or anything of those nature. Uh, we are just to know it all. The advice featured on Neighbors Don't Knock is strictly <laughs> the opinions of the host, Brian Chambers and Philip Goffrey. That's true. And well done with that radio voice. But our neighborly advice for today. Okay, we talked about this. This one's important. It is important because we were talking about this and we talk about this all the time. Near and dear to my heart on this one. Yeah, we, we all like to attend events and go to parties and things like that. I, I know even... Even good neighbors, like when you and I, we hang out, you know, we have stuff. Um, it is important if you are 
going somewhere where there is a host to bring something for that host. That is our advice. Indeed. You know, it doesn't it. it doesn't have to be expensive. Nope. You know, you know, I I think it was one time I I, I brought over homemade cookies for yeah. you guys. Yeah, and it was a very them. very casual event too. We were just coming over, hanging out for dinner or something like that. You know, love thank you for doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's always really nice, you know, because someone's taking and welcoming you into their home. It is. It is. And I'll tell you what, the mail that was delivered to the house next door by accident, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's, exactly. That's, that's not a gift. Fair point. Fair yeah. point. Yeah, no. No, no gifting there. <laughs> you know, the wine that they gave you last time they were over your house, that doesn't count either. Don't bring that back. <laughs> a re-gift. <laughs> a, a re-gift of a, of a host gift. <laughs> You'll love this Merlot. It's like, yeah, we know we love it. Um, we brought that from California for you. Yeah, exactly. Also, do not take something from their place on the last, <laughs> the last go around. Back. <laughs> return it to them. I might have to do that to you next time I come over. That's pretty good. But next time you go to an event, bring something for the host. Uh, you know, I think we've we've exhausted this one enough. I do want to remind our listeners and our YouTube viewers that Neighbors Don't Knock is produced by CNG Communications. CNG specializes in small batch voiceover and video production for commercial media, podcasting, radio, and more. They combine years of experience in acting, podcasting, and sales to offer big media products at small business prices. So to learn more, feel free to visit our Facebook page, or you can email us directly at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you to C&G. Yeah, check them out. Yeah. Uh, so we want to remind you guys to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, make sure to check us out on YouTube as well. Go back and check out other episodes of our past guests. We got a lot more to come. We do. It's a big, diverse slate. And of past seasons, we've had some great guests. So if you had a chance to go back and listen or just want to re-listen, there's some really good content back there. I know, I know. And you never know what neighbors are going to stop by. That's true. You never know. So you're going to want to tune in to new episodes every Friday. And if you want to give to the show, you can hit us up at admin at neighborsdontknock.com. We have some great giving levels. It's like showing up and bringing a gift. I know. We'll see you next week. Peace. Out.